Today's episode is sponsored by Wink. So I'm a really big fan of wine, but I admittedly know nothing about it. I basically walk into the grocery store, normally Whole Foods, and I'm like, hey, what should I have? And I look around at pretty bottles and I'm like, this is a cute bottle. I like the shape of it. I like the design. I really like the typography in this situation. And that's pretty much how I decide, which, you know, sometimes can work out because occasionally I'm getting wine that's, you know, good and the price is just, uh, you know, a decent price. But other times it's like, I'm not getting the best wine that I could get for the dollar amount. And that's what I love about Wink is they really help you through that process of finding a wine that tastes delicious, it looks good on the outside, and the price is right. Yeah. Like, if anyone's ever been in the wine out at just Target, mm-hmm. it's overwhelming. So uh, what I love about Wink, which is an online personalized wine club, is that they allowed me to take an awesome test to get my palate preference so they know what kind of wine I like, and they gave me some options. I picked three options. I got complimentary wine from them that we are drinking right now, and it is... Forma de Vida. It's delicious. <laughs> it is so delicious. So like a white blend and the label, which they they partner with um, local artists to make the label. So this label is so gorgeous. All the Beautiful. labels are gorgeous. I mean... I'm a design snob. I'm a designer. So getting wine that looks cute. And we and can't decide good. which one we like the most. It's, no, they all, they're all beautiful and they're all delicious. <laughs> they're all great. Um, so you guys need to go to trywink.com backslash heart and hustle to save $20 off your first order of wine. And there's complimentary shipping on four bottles more. So that encourages you to drink more wine, which you should do because that's the kind of world we're living in right now. So to save $20 off your first order, visit trywink.com backslash heart and hustle. And then you can be living in wine land like we are. Go follow us on Instagram because we'll be drinking wine via social media for the next couple of days. Enjoy. Cheers. Hi, I'm Charisma O'Keefe. And I'm Angelica Yard. And we're the heart behind the Heart and Hustle podcast. Every Wednesday, we share a new episode with our listeners on topics that range from business and creativity to leadership and innovation. We also interview some of the best and brightest in the industry and spread our love of entrepreneurship all over the internet with our hashtag, BossSoHard. We're on a mission to help you find balance in your life, creativity in your career, and dollars in your bank account. So sit back, relax, and take notes while we show you how to dream big, work hard, and repeat. Hey guys, welcome back to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We just want to take a moment to say thank you to all of our listeners. Uh, You guys are the best. We really, really appreciate each and every one of you. Um, And we just wanted to say if you are loving what you're hearing, we'd love for you to go review us on iTunes or even better, pass along the podcast to a friend, somebody who you think could benefit uh, from listening in weekly. We would really, really appreciate that. And Angelica was telling me the numbers the other day. Um, and as I mentioned before, in like a positive way, they kind of stress me out because I'm like, oh my goodness, all of these people are listening to the words that I'm saying. That's overwhelming. I like to think of you guys as individuals instead of a big number because that's what you are. Each and every one of you is awesome and special in your own way. So reach out to us and talk to us on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. We're at Hustle, Heart Hustle Pod on, Insta, or on Twitter and Heart Hustle Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. We love knowing who you are. We love knowing about your jobs and what you do, what challenges you're facing in your business, uh, what your victories and accomplishments are. So please reach out to us. Let us know like you're listening, you're loving it, any questions you have or just what's going on in your life because we really love to connect with our listeners. Um, so with that being said, Hi. how was your weekend? How was my weekend? Every time. It was cold and it was fantastic. Yeah, it was nice. Winter finally was like, for hey, Florida, I'm going to come days. visit you for we three days. That was it. And it was fantastic. <laughs> and I feel like I died and went to heaven. And we were like, 
I mean, in this like area where I live in town, I mean, we barely got up to 45. I mean, it said people were like, oh, it's in the 50s. I was like, I don't know where in Central Florida you are. But yeah. Over here, it did. We didn't get to the 50s, which I appreciated so much. So yeah, I'll say you. it was actually nice and cold. And I'm normally like, I'm normally like, Florida's never cold. And I, I hate it, blah, blah, blah. But it was actually cold. It was really it was nice. nice. No, people from the north were actually like stressed out. <laughs> like, that's yeah. how cold it was, which was fantastic. I saw like a viral video of this guy who was like going on and on and he's like this is not what i signed up for <laughs> like this is not how food is supposed to be oh i had to wear closed toed shoes today <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't wear my shorts and my flip-flops oh. that's so hard yeah it was a pretty good weekend i mean we pretty much stayed at home and chilled and um went to go see some friends as we always do the kids going to see each other and hanging out and yelling at each other during church <laughs> yeah it's nice. becoming like a weekly thing so it yeah was it was i was glad that this was the weekend that was cold it also because, rained right like yeah it, it was cold and rainy which i love Saturday. um like that's my favorite type of weather um and it was nice because this is like my only like free weekend of the month so we were home and we did like we're kind of starting all the birthday celebrations i'm doing like a million small ones um just so i can actually see everyone because everyone's schedules are so different uh so did a few mini birthday celebrations this weekend and did some reading and like cleaned and like relaxed it was just yeah it was just nice because you know it was a kind of relaxing weekend and i was able to recharge after the holidays that way you can be relaxed into your 30th year exactly like starting relaxed yeah. so you can be and relaxed. i have like two days left in my 20s today and tomorrow so today i'm doing like a juice cleanse because i'm like i need to do something to thank my body for carrying me through <laughs> thank my you 20s for letting me like, live thank through you my 20s. for letting me live life and then um tomorrow at 5 a.m we uh are heading to dc for the week and we're actually my birthday dinner so my birthday is on the 12th and i'm gonna like my brother is coming down with his boyfriend they're coming down uh for dinner and then i have a cousin that i'm really close to that lives in dc so it's nice because i'll be able to actually be around family i feel like it's it's been a long time since my this particular cousin my brother and myself have all been in the same room yeah although we grew up together here in florida and we've always been like really really close so now we're kind of more spread out we're all super busy we don't get to see each other as often so it's going to be really nice to be able to like you know come together and spend some time with them and then i'm gonna spend the weekend in baltimore because i have family there um who i haven't i've never actually stayed with my family's big so it's like yeah. i've never stayed with this particular branch but i'm very close with <laughs> this them. particular branch yeah like the tree it's like i'm, I'm very tree. close to them and i love them but it's just like staying with everyone is like it takes a long time yeah. um so i'm really excited to be staying with them normally when i go to town i stay with my uncle who, who lives in baltimore so this time yeah. i'm staying with his son who is my older cousin he's like i don't know 40 um so he's one of he's one of my oldest cousins. Um, so I'm really excited. He has like three awesome kids. His wife is like this amazing vegan like cook, stay at home mom. Yeah, she so makes she's like every your life scratch. Together. Yeah. So I'm like so excited because I feel like I'm gonna come back like next week like really healthy, well rested, and then I have five days back in Orlando before I'm back in DC for the Women's March. So it's yeah. like this month is it's like my birthday, the Women's March, like all you these things going on, lots of travel. How DC is yeah, because we're going in May for a wedding, and I I'm trying to go to DC. I was, for like, like, three like, I years, do so. love cold weather, 
but I also kind of wish that I was going in May just because like DC has like cherry blossom yeah season. and I'm very excited and about that it's you know it's a very short season it's you know I don't know if I think I think it's like three four weeks yeah. it's very quick um but like we never seem to get up to I've that never during seen that time very so yeah I, like we're normally there fall or winter um so I'm I'm gonna be jealous of you, but hopefully I'll make it back up north because I know we're gonna be in New York um, for my yeah. my brother's boyfriend's showcase when he like graduates from college. So we're gonna be in New York for that. So I might just be like I'm going down to see Cherry Blossoms. <laughs> well, I've always on. wanted to see them. Exactly. I want to photograph them. So yeah, so it's 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 gonna be a lit month. I'm so excited, and and this month is so great, and next month is Black History oh Month. So this I'm month, so excited. I'm like trying to like stay underneath before the crazy happens because <laughs> you're like I'm just preparing for I'm next preparing month because it's gonna be lit for how I mean, look Soul Ooh. Globes was lit enough. Like I if Soul know, Globes was a preview. So of what Black History Month is going to be, then I I'm just am ready. ready. Black Twitter has been on fire every <laughs> single day of 2017. Oh every, every single day. day. I'm going to put, please, people who listen to this somewhere on my obituary or like my death website or whatever, please <laughs> put that I would like to thank black folks in the city of Atlanta on something yeah. after mm-hmm. I die. On oh, my body, tattoo, I don't care. Figure it out because that is my entire life. Like, I feel like he was talking to me. Thank you, Donald Glover, for everything you've done for me (laughs) by telling me that you thank me. So I'm so excited for Black History Month. I have no idea what to do. Yeah. Hot mess. It's so close. And it's like a a month-long holiday. So it's going to be lit. I can't wait. 20 days. So today we're going to talk about business partnerships, um, which is something that we get questioned about a lot because... We both have uh, more than one business partnership. Um, And I'm really excited to talk about this because I feel like for me, going from working solo all the time to taking on partners has been a life-changing experience. When I was just doing it all by myself, I could not keep up. Um, And now that I've, you know, started working with other people and trusting other people, I'm able to do all the things that I want to do instead of just being able to focus on one aspect of creativity or, or exactly. business. Which is um, nice. It is. It's amazing. So, and you've kind of been doing that for a much longer time. So you've always been able to say, okay, I'm not just going to focus on this one aspect yeah. of my creativity. I'm going to do three or four things because you've, you've, you've started out from day one being in a partnership. So we're going to talk first about how to find a business partner, because if you, that's the thing is if you're working with the right person, it's fantastic. If you're not, it's a horrible idea and you shouldn't do it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, so much can go wrong if you have the wrong business partner. And there's times where people work together and then they build up, you know, a business and not to like scare people out of the idea, but they build up a business and then they hate who they're working with. I think that's the, we hear so much about the horror stories of businesses like that have, that have gone wrong that a lot of people just don't want to even bother. Like, I don't want to give up any percentage of my company. I'd rather just do it all my own and not have to worry about taking an L by investing in someone else because you really don't know. It's like getting married. A lot of people don't get married because you hear all the horror stories about marriage and how you're going to get divorced and your husband's going to cheat on you and all these other things. So, uh, really be open to the idea of business partnerships actually working because they can and they're yeah. awesome when they do work. You have to do the work um, on the front end to find out like who the right business right. partner is for you. You have to like make sure that you seriously vet them ahead of time and make sure that they're the right fit. So I feel like the first step to that is knowing what you're looking for because right. half the people go into, oh, like I like this person. They're inspiring. They're happy. They're fun. 
Like, I think that I want to be around them all the time, which it's like, that's great for a friend, but do they have what you need for a A business business partner? Like, you have to say, what are the things that I am good at and what are the things that they are good at and do those things mesh together? So part of it is knowing knowing yourself and knowing what you bring to the table. Yeah, it's about knowing what you're lacking and what you want to gain from someone else and what can you offer as well without being like... Oh, I just want to partner with somebody so they can do everything for me because that's not going to work. You really have to, it's like dating, like really business partnerships. Yes. You're sitting <laughs> down and you're like, what do I want out of a human being to connect with, to make money with, to do things with, to have my name on something with? Like a lot of the things people don't think about that another person's reputation becomes your reputation when you do business with them. So if this person uh, lives a lifestyle or says things that you don't really like on Twitter that are public and they're saying like all oh, racist things or things of ableism or anything like that and you're just like, uh, you if you had done the research and just like went to yeah. the Twitter beforehand. So you really need to make sure not only from a business aspect but also from a personal aspect that some of your beliefs are in line because you really, I could not do business with somebody who doesn't believe in the things that I believe in. Like I couldn't do business with somebody who's like a raging misogynist. I don't know why right. they would want to do business with me right. in the first yeah. place, but I just couldn't do it. So you really need I to know. I think that's such an important point. Like where your values align. Isn't a, you know, cis straight white male or who is and, and cares about others. It's like, it's even that more important to know them on a personal level. And, and one time I was actually, it wasn't a business, but could have grown to be one. Um, but I was coming together with somebody to work on a like photo project yeah. um, that was going to be like an ongoing blog between myself and him. And then we were going to add other like contributing photographers. So we had kind of started this project and it was going well. Um, we hadn't actually put it out there yet because we were working on the logistics of everything. And then the whole thing happened with um, the Confederate flag where there were like some people were like we're gonna fly it regardless and like you know everything happened where it was like being taken down in certain cities and everything and it was this big thing and like all over in the internet you would either see people being like we're done like take it down this amazing woman who climbed that flagpole still or you'd see people like i'm gonna keep it up because heritage well this particular person that i was working with decided that he was going to like sell stickers of the confederate flag and the thing is is like you know he ended up afterwards being like oh i'm not racist and i don't agree with the ideals of it and i wouldn't fly it but i'm just like trying to make trying to make a buck off of people who are stupid yeah and i'm like listen there are a lot of other ways to make money and you know what you might be correct like i i don't think that he's a racist person i really don't but at the end of the day i'm like I can't align myself with somebody yeah. in business. You can't align your brand with something who, that doesn't fit with your values. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, it's just, you know, it's like, I don't hate you. I don't think you're a racist per se, but it's like, if you're okay with making your coins that way, that's not going to yeah. work. That's not going to fly with me. And so we didn't go forward with the project, but I'm, I'm so glad that that happened beforehand. <laughs> not in the middle of the project, like it's happening. And then you're yeah. like, uh, we got to take this whole thing down. So it is it. important, especially if you're, you know, a person of color, if you're in the LGBT community, if you're a woman, it's that much more important to make sure that you know someone's personal belief system to make sure that it aligns with yours to um, an extent that you're comfortable with before yeah. moving forward. Um, and the other thing is working together first. Yeah. I think if you have never worked with a person 
you're not gonna know it out yeah (laughs) and i think that it's like you don't want to like work on something else not on this main big business like find a like a side small thing that you can build into maybe something that's like a small starter of building into the bigger thing yeah you don't have to discuss the details or something that's completely separate but you really need to know how someone else works with you because people have very different working styles there are certain things people do in business that i don't agree with so i don't want to do those things like people will be like oh you know i can shortcut or i can copy and paste this person's blog and i can put it in that you know there's just different things that people do to to be successful and that's not always in line with what you want to do so you really need to figure out what works for you also it's just like having group projects in college or in high school you need to know if the person's actually going to do the work (laughs) or how much of the work that you're or are you going to do the work are you the person that's lacking you may not have known if you've never done a partnership so i think that's really important to just trial and test it out and try to do one thing together and see how well and how successful that is and i feel like while we didn't like you and i did not work on a particular like one large project together beforehand but we did meet weekly and discuss every aspect of each other's businesses so we kind of knew like some of the systems that we were using which to this day, like many of the things we do are very, very different. Yeah. Um, like I'm still like I love Asana, but I still like I just can't remember to use it. She likes paper and pencils. I do. And that's pens. just like that's how I you know how, that's how I do things. So like every once in a while, like I'll go like I'll get the memos, but like I'll forget to like check them off. So I'll just like send it to you like this is what I did, and then you'll go in and check it off yeah. that way. So it's you know like we have different systems, but like we know each other's systems, and I feel like if there was anything that like we one of us needed to change to make it work we could you yeah. know what i mean like because we're well aware of each other's systems and also like you know i've obviously interviewed you for the blog and things like that so i feel like even when you're working on those smaller projects together right um i feel like it kind of shows you the other person's work ethic uh but i think that's so important because if you even if you get along and even if you think on paper like oh well i'm more of the visionary and they're really great at like doing the nitty-gritty like you know details and yada yada and like it seems like we mesh well but it's like if you haven't actually tried it you really don't know until you try it kind of also like dating yeah because you could date and it could seem like everything but is then going you go well on a trip together yeah and, and then you might hate each other or maybe you have your first kiss and you're like oh i thought this was gonna be awesome but it's trash yeah, yeah. so it just doesn't work <laughs> uh so work together first yeah, and on, like, uh, and on a long-term basis, too. And, and you just really have to be aware of yourself. I know we talked about that earlier, but I really think about, like, the relationship between Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak is what I think about when I think of, like, really terrible partnerships because you have somebody yes. that was the visionary, like you said, and someone yeah. who was really good at the technical aspect, and they worked together for way too long. God yeah. bless Steve Wozniak for putting up with Steve Jobs' ego. But you really, like, you have to leave your ego at the door. Like, you really have to be open and willing to go through something with somebody much like a relationship yes there's going to be good times and bad times you have to be open to doing that so if you aren't even if you've not done the prep work with yourself like we talked about being open and being vulnerable a little bit Mm -hmm. and being available for things to not always go the way that you want to then it's not going to work out so another important step in finding a business partner is discussing money and having someone who kind of has the same goals as right. you do when it comes to money. Yeah. And that could mean lack thereof money if you're working on a creative project in which you don't know if the money will come or if it's, you know, this is like your main business that you're going into, someone who knows what they want their bottom line to look like. Right. And not just the bottom line with the company, but like what each of you take home. Yeah. Because that's that's the other thing is like some people who are like solopreneurs, if you will, 
make a certain amount and they take like their expenses aren't a lot and then they just you know keep what they need for yeah. taxes and the rest is going in their pocket it's a different situation um if you're working with somebody else like you're going to need to run the books a little bit cleaner than that I guess you could say more organized yeah um and so knowing what you want to take home as your bottom line and what they want to take home as their bottom line and making sure that you are in alignment with that and also like when you're looking like talk about the future like are you going to hire people are you going to have people immediately on as employees and what are you going to pay them right or what is your insurance you know situation going to be with them all of those things are important to talk about beforehand and finding somebody who really agrees with you on all of those you really need to know how much you want to spend in expenses before you even know how much you want as a salary um, just because you, I don't think you could have an, you don't have an idea of how much money you're going to make in the first place. It's not like you launch a project and it's immediately like a six figure project. If you launch something and it's a slow build in the first month, you make a thousand dollars you probably shouldn't have rented an office yeah. and hired a social media intern and you know, all these other things. Like you should be aware of the expenses that you have. So if you're a domain name and you're like, that's basically our expenses are our domain name and our SoundCloud and our hosting really that's all we're paying for for this podcast we're not really spending a a ton of money on anything else we don't have a person that does our audio audio editing right now because and their name is you (laughs) (laughs) we don't don't pay anyone (laughs) to edit this podcast is basically what we're saying but when we got to get to the point where we were going to we say hey this is expense we're going to take on we have to know that it's going to affect how much money we personally make from this so it's just and i feel like you know going in we knew like okay this is the work that we're going to like divide up which like dividing duties up is so important and then it's like if we can afford to hire people, we know, yeah. like, this is what we're going to hire first exactly. and second. And so, you know what I mean? Like, we know which things we'd eliminate off of our plate first, second, third, fourth, fifth, and right. so forth. Definitely. Um, and, and just know how comfortable, and this goes back to your values, but what people are comfortable doing to make money. Um, I'm not going to do everything to make money, which is why I'm probably not as rich as I could be. <laughs> you really are not. Like, people don't understand. Like, there's a lot of times I'll be like, let's do this. And you're like, listen. <laughs> you're like, we ain't got the time let's, to do that. Not, we are not adding that to no, our schedule. It's not. Or just this. Which things. is good because I feel like. I feel like that's one of the reasons we do work well together is because I tend to kind of be that like vision like yeah let's do all the things and you like bring me back to reality and you're like this is how many hours are in the day this is what you are already doing let alone <laughs> what no i'm doing time. like you don't you're not even gonna be here next week yeah. <laughs> what, are you to do? what are you doing with your time you'll be yeah. here all january what are you trying to do because if like it was just me alone i would have like had us take on <laughs> way too many things from the get-go and then we would probably be done already be, like we would have failed like we wouldn't have made it through our first year because Episode we would have been five. so tired so crazy yeah so i think it is important to have somebody who like balances you out um and one of you needs to be at least a little bit more grounded in reality i i have no problem admitting like i am not that person like i am like up in the stars sometimes and so one of you needs to like be realistic about money about goals about the duties that you divide up like one of you needs to be more grounded in reality (laughs) you can make money but not that way yeah (laughs) you need that person to tell you that like we can do that but not that thing that you're trying to do right now so going back to like knowing what you're looking for knowing what you bring to the table um is dividing up duties like i think that's such an important step in finding a business partner before you go into business is knowing these are the things that i'm good at i'm going to do this is what you're going to do um and 
kind of like sticking to it, but also being, being a flexible. Yeah. And yeah. being able to change or grow or add in yeah. different things as technologies come around. I mean, there was no Insta stories when we started there this podcast. No. Now there's Insta stories. That's something that you think about when you're yeah. doing social media. Now you're like, okay, how much do I want to commit to doing that? Yeah. Um, so you just being flexible. And that's like, I used to like, cause I was like, okay, it'd be too much to put it on our Snapchat. So I used to just snap from my Snapchat for us, but now I'm like, cool. Now I can just do Insta stories, yeah. which is better. I think because I feel like it's, it's one platform. It's one, it's one platform. platform. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's a one little app. bit easier. It's, I'm, I'm thankful for it. I just wish they would add in some filters, but it's okay because she I, wants to be a princess. I, she wants I do. The golden butterfly. I really. Thing I, that well, what I do, do is I just snap and then I move it over to Insta stories. Like I snapped you earlier today when you were just like, I don't care, and I gave you this beautiful black and white filter that was so awesome. I've like, seen that one time <laughs> on a child because people Ooh, with children man. use Snapchat all the time and they do every filter, and that's how I know what filters are on snapchat because children yeah let me know the dog filter and the deer oh. baby fat babies with the deer filter it's on true. are amazing it's I'm true just gonna say. it's true fat baby deers are cute so <laughs> the most important step i think well i guess they're all equally important but this one it's like if you're not gonna do this one then you're just gonna set yourself up for disappointment when you're looking for a business partner, you need to get down to the legal stuff. Yeah. You don't want to end up on, like, Judge Joe Brown, if that's still a thing, <laughs> fighting about your business because you guys didn't talk about how you wanted to incorporate your business or did you want to file different license or how you wanted to do. I mean, I know a lot of people don't think about that being the immediate thing that you need to do when you go into a venture, but if you're going to make money from it, you really want to make sure that you have those legal terminology set down. And that goes into dividing up your duties if you have it written on paper on black and white and ink then if somebody doesn't do what they're supposed to do, then you have the right to terminate them as an employee, basically, yeah. in your business that you're starting. So, And that goes for friends. And I think that people have this, like, notion, like, oh, well, if we're friends, it doesn't matter. Like, everything will be fine. And it's like, no, everything yeah. won't. Like, Those people did not watch like, Judge Judy growing up. Like, <laughs> if you've never, like, every person listening to this has had a friend that they are no longer friends with. Yeah. So it's like, if you, if that can happen, even if you think that that won't happen with this person. Or even a relationship, like you've been in yeah, a romantic relationship that did ended. not So it's like, well. even if you love the person you're working with right now, you think it's going to work forever, you still need to, like, especially if this is your main business, you need to have the legal steps in order to make sure that, God forbid, something does happen. Yeah. You guys are, and I, I honestly think that sometimes that could save a friendship. Yeah. Because when the legal things are spelled out, like if you, let's say that like, Let's say you stop having, you know, doing your business for another reason. Maybe it's not because your friendship is ending, but yeah. just the business isn't working out. You're going separate ways or whatever. Keeping, like, things to the legal plan is going to make right. things a lot easier. Maybe one of you decides to leave the business, but the other one of you is going to continue running it. It's like, this will help outline how to handle yeah. all that. Um, and really, I, my best advice for that is get a lawyer. Um, because if it's, I hope you have a lawyer and yeah. someone to notarize it present when you write down all the things. Yeah, um. <laughs> because it's like this, you know, if you are just doing it yourself, like this no. isn't the time to DIY. Yeah, no, don't don't play those games with your money. Don't do that. <laughs> like, don't play with your life like that. Um. So kind of moving forward. So we've talked about how to find a business partner. Now let's talk about how to keep a business partner or just how to be a good business partner. Uh, so number one, I think is just being honest about your abilities, about what you can handle, about what you bring to the table. About who you are. Yeah. <laughs> um, like you hmm. need to be able to be 100% honest about ideas that you like and dislike, um, about 
you know where you see things going like you just need to be able to like be honest about yeah things. if you can't be honest with somebody then you don't need to be in business together or have a partnership and like so for example we we're talking about guests and i told chris mine and like yeah, yeah I, didn't want I was giving her like, like a list of like these five guests, and she's like, "No, <laughs> I hate that idea." And We're I'm like, it, "Thanks, <laughs> thanks." But I, I just want that. you to know, I love you. I don't love that. But we're yeah. gonna do it anyway because I can be honest. If well, because like I feel like it, it shows the like the balance between like honesty and trust. So yeah. you're like you're telling me from the get go. You're like, "Listen, I don't think this is a good idea." But I trust exactly. you that you're going to get this person prepared enough to do it. And because you've been honest with me, now I know that going into this particular interview, it's that much more important for me to um, get that person prepared. Yeah. You know what I mean? More so than I might with another guest. Exactly. Um, which I, you know, that's that's so important. I yeah. feel like, That's you with know. anything. Like, anybody that you, I mean, we have any guests on, we really want to make sure that they're the right person and that they're not wasting time or that they're being a little weird or we try to vet it out anyway especially if it's one I recommend or one and it doesn't matter whoever recommends it it's our job to make sure that the guest works well because as I respect your time I respect yeah. our partnership I don't want to waste your time I don't want to waste our listeners time by putting out a garbage episode and I will so. say I feel like we've only had one interview where I was like hmm yeah, <laughs> and I'm not gonna say who it is. Y'all can listen to all of them and, and decide who you time. think it is. You but got 53 literally, episodes. I feel like we've you know we've interviewed a lot of people and we've only had one in which I've been like, mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was great. Good time. See if you guys can figure it out. Um, so the other thing is communication, which like goes hand in hand with honesty, but um, it's just about being able to be open to communication all the time. So it's like. Being able to take honesty, uh, being able to listen to criticisms and, uh, you know, turn them into a positive and, and find like the silver lining in what your partner is saying. Um, being able to be available to communicate. Yeah. So, you know, we talk either before or after or normally both with each episode. So we're always like up to date with, you know, not only just like the friendship stuff, but like yeah. what guests we're going to bring on, what's going on with the blog, like, you know, how social media is going, like how our numbers are going, like all those sort certain things. And there's times where like we might have like a lot of guests on and we might have longer interviews for like a few weeks. And so we'll say, hey, we need to like meet up and just have like a little uh, meeting about the podcast where we don't talk about friend stuff but we just talk about business and so we'll do that if need be um outside of like the times that we regularly meet to just hang out and talk about you know and do the podcast yeah. as well so i think it's just so important to make time for that because if not if, if you're you too busy already then partner, you can't like, you can't have a business together yeah. like you're just you're busy doing other things if you're like in fiji and you don't have time to talk to your business partner then you guys yeah. need to and that's the other thing forward. is like you know if one of you is on the road or whatever it's like you gotta make the time like yeah. you know when I was in New York it's like hi everyone I'm gonna go close myself in my brother's room and I'm going to number one first record this and then two afterwards we're gonna do the regular yeah. talking that we do because we have things that we need to discuss so regardless of like what your situation is uh, you need to make time to communicate whether you're traveling or you've got a family or whatever it is like don't go into business with somebody if you don't think that you have the time to commit to actually running that business and a part of running that business is being able to be a good communicator uh some people are not meant to a run businesses and some people are b not meant to be in partnerships and if yeah. you don't think that you're good at communication but you still want to run a business i would just say you know choose a business where you don't have to work with people a lot and and probably just do it on your own yeah because that's that's key or right hire there. somebody to do the communication for you but not like partner with someone you need to hire someone to be your like customer service Personnel. Yeah. yeah. 
So another important step in keeping a business partner or being a good business partner is being organized because if you are not organized, you are messing up somebody else's day. You're wasting someone else's time. Yeah. Somebody's rolling their eyes yes. at you right now. <laughs> like yeah. you just don't do it. If you don't have your life together, first of all, you really should be thinking about whether or not you're in business. I don't know how you are in business, no matter what you do. You definitely don't want to go out and bring somebody else into your like cyclone yes. of garbage. Like you need to have garbage. your stuff together. <laughs> so that's just like a small like thing to think about. Like yeah. just go in if you can't figure out how you can text somebody back because you have all these meetings and you can't communicate and you don't know what to do if you need to hire somebody to help you figure it out or you need to like pause before you get it together um and i don't want to say that there's like no right and wrong systems because there no, are right and wrong yeah. systems but like you know it's you don't have to be i don't I don't know the right way to word this. Like, you can be a light, a little bit of a mess of a person. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying like have every aspect together, but I'm just saying like prioritize your partner's time. Like, there might yeah. be other like I I might be like falling behind on the charismatic concepts blog, but I'm not gonna fall behind on the podcast because that's yeah. not just about me. You know what I mean? Like, if I fall behind on my personal blog, that's that's, that's me. I that, that, <laughs> there's nobody else yeah. that I'm answering to when it comes to that. Like it, it's gonna happen. That's gonna be the first thing because that's not where my money is made. So it's like I'm always gonna make sure that 725 Creative is on the up and up because that's where my money comes from. I'm always gonna make sure that Heart and Hustle is getting the time that it needs because I answer to you and you answer to me. Right. Whereas like with Charismatic Concepts, it's like you know what? It's slipping. It happens. Like so, d- decide where. Like you know, I think that obviously we all aim to have balance, but you need to decide. Like okay, if things are getting too busy, you know, you got to prioritize the business that you, the partnership that you have. Right. Um. So just making sure that you're always keeping that a priority, no matter what, because you, you just got to. <laughs> um. And and being organized is going to help you be able to do that. Like I feel like the key to balance is organization. Like yeah. people don't realize this, but I'm like. Everyone's like, how do you find work-life balance? How do you find it? How do you do it? What is the big secret? Just organization. That's <laughs> it. It's like if you stay organized, like if you Things have those will systems stay in together. Place, go back and listen to our episode about systems where we get into all that. But it's like if you have those systems in place and you stay organized, that is how you find balance. I am in my passion planner nonstop writing down all different aspects and all the things I need to balance. And then once it's there, it's kind of just like a formula. Like I follow it and it's like I created yeah. balance. It's like work and life. You write it down. Like yeah. that's that's how you have balance. Like you yeah. write down everything for every single person. Our daughter's getting older. She's going to be taking classes and like have like, I don't know, extracurricular activities yes. for what, like a three-year-old or whatever. Um, and so it's important that I have those things written down and in a place. And that's how you have balance. It's really not as complicated as we make it seem. I just think a lot of people don't have that guidance or they didn't learn how to do that. And it really should be, I feel like in college, like I know they do like that beginning course for freshmen like where they just teach you how to yeah. go around mm-hmm. and don't die um yeah. somewhere in there they should, tell, life. they should tell you how to write down like your schedule yes and, because like, how so many to, people yeah. like lose that after you know like high school yeah like, when they don't have assignments to do then they're just like oh i'm done right. like my mom said, said, said the other day she was like yeah i gotta get a calendar yeah you do <laughs> what are you doing Wait, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> i was like i will bring you a calendar right now you can get a dollar calendar yeah plus her church gives out free calendars i was like you need to get your life like i don't understand write it down um, write it down so i mean at the very least get yourself a notebook and write you know monday yeah. the 7th or whatever on it and keep track of something um but 
really get those systems in order yeah. if you're going to be working with somebody else because you're going to be a horrible business partner if you're not prioritizing um your partner's time and if you're not organized yeah and people ask that about dave and i, I know we talked about it in our systems like we have a google calendar where we put literally every single thing on it we have one car I don't want another car right now. Like, I don't have time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that right car. now. Um, so we put everything down, like where we're going, and it's so that way I know. Like I woke up this morning, and you know what's I, really funny? All like you, me, and Melissa, we all have everybody one car. that I know that's married yeah. has one car. Yeah. Like I don't know anybody that has two cars, which used is to funny. Have three cars yeah which everybody so i knew stupid. had three or two or whatever yeah, cars and i was and like now, why do we have this many cars i'm like this is silly yeah. and so now we just have everybody's one, on the one car life is so great Wait, yeah. first of all we're taking care of the environment because yeah. we're good people exactly. <laughs> um second of all it's just you can make it work like it's very easy just write everything down um i had workout 7 30 it was in the calendar. Like, I put the workouts in the calendar. I had workouts last night at Which 6.30. Which also is great because it makes you do them. Yeah. Like, well, then your spouse or your partner's looking at you like, why did you? Yeah, like, you can't be sitting on yeah. the couch when you have hey, a calendar. Hey, are you calendar. just going to body jam right now? <laughs> oh, I guess I am. Yeah. <laughs> Don't call me out like that. Yeah, so I definitely put my workouts on. So And then he had a 10.30, but he needed to be at the house by 9. So I had to make sure that I was back, you know, in time and it's, and it's I think just, that's important, like an important like aspect of like organization, like when having a business partner. I know, like for you, it's it's obviously so much more because you your partner is your husband, right? Um, but I think even for like you and I, like it's important for us. Like we both travel a lot. It's important for us to know like each other's like traveling schedules. Yeah. It's important for like me to know like when your daughter is in school and things like that because. God forbid, like, it, it rarely happens, but let's say we can't record at the proper time. Yeah. We need to know, like, oh, well, this week, this is kind of what's going on in her life, so she should be able to make up. So, yeah, I'll call her and see if we can reschedule for, you know, yeah. this day. So it's just kind of, like, important to know each other's, like, workloads and life loads, I guess you could say. Um, right. So being organized, staying on top of it, so important. Um, and I would say the last step to being a good business partner is being flexible with your overall plan. So you might start out and, you know, it might be like, okay, from the beginning, I'm really great at this. I'm going to do this all the time. It's fantastic, whatever. And then things might change and life happens. Life happens. Like maybe one of you needs, like maybe one of you gets sick and the other needs to take on more duties for a while. Maybe one of you has a baby and, you know, you kind of need to like divvy up more of the work and that sort of thing so just kind of being open um again communicating about those things it's not like if one of you is supposed to be doing you know whatever and then like a newsletter and then the other one's like oh, i'm just gonna stop doing it like you, right. you have to obviously have that conversation exactly. and say like, like okay hey, i'm gonna I'm take just, this on I'm or whatever <laughs> but just be you know clear with each other and again that honesty throughout um of being like i can handle this i can handle that obviously you can't go in and be like I can handle all the things. And then, you know, the following month, be like, like, no, just kidding. kidding. I don't want to do any of it. It's like, you can't do that. But, like, obviously things happen. So just being open and being flexible and knowing that, obviously, if if you've done all the research ahead of time and chosen a good partner, then the only time that you're really going to need to be flexible is when those life things happen. And, of course, they're going to happen to both of you. So it's like being flexible both ways is, is just like having a birth plan. Like, yeah, that's what you want (laughs) to happen. but But your baby... (laughs) <laughs> the way your body and your baby is set up is completely different. So you have to be flexible to know that what you have in mind may change and that you need to just just in the moment. And I was saying, and a lot out. of people, like, 
like um we'll make that comparison of like a baby to a business yeah i, I guess because you birth it and then you <laughs> help watch it evolve yeah. um, and so that's the thing is like <laughs> Try to keep it going alive. forward into this year we are both going to be taking on responsibilities that we didn't have last year because they didn't exist yeah and these responsibilities were not something that we discussed when we first started out because again they didn't exist exactly so as we evolve as the podcast evolves as the community um of our listeners evolves there's different roles that we'll be taking on so it's just being flexible with like hey i think i'm gonna try that or oh like you know you could maybe do this and just being flexible and open about it is really important yeah you never know what's gonna happen so it's time yes so we have listener questions, questions from our people um if you have a question you can send an email to hello at heart and hustle podcast.com you can tweet us you can instagram us there's dms and instagram now so yeah all the ways all the ways all the send ways us message questions we'll answer them um somebody reached out to us and wrote on our sound like i keep forgetting that soundcloud has a comment i system. did not know that actually well at all. there it is <laughs> <laughs> you can comment on soundcloud and it's just like it and it's been like that because if people don't understand soundcloud's been around for nine thousand years like it used to be a lot of places were underground before jesus <laughs> before, before jesus underground rappers underground yeah. artists <laughs> And indie artists would get on SoundCloud and up, upload their new songs and everything. And that's what you would use to listen to music from random rappers. And now actual rappers use it. And now podcasts use it. And so, they, but they used to put comments on so you can know, like, during a party of sound, you'd be like, oh, this is when the bass drops. It's really awesome or whatever. And uh, now people yes. do it with podcasting because they can say, while well, they're listening to it, they can say, like, leave a comment about a specific thing. So I know exactly what they're talking about because. Yeah. the time matches the comment and it's good for when you're listening to SoundCloud as a listener you could be like oh hold up I got an idea and um, somebody told us about uh, sisters who love travel or something I don't know it's like another traveling group that's really awesome that's more for women of color so um, because um, yeah I I, hash- I use their hashtags yeah because I, I talked about uh, girls love travel and how yeah. it's awesome but it's also a hot mess sometimes so um, that group is actually a lot less of a hot mess <laughs> so I will put a link in the show notes so you guys can have it so yay so our first question is how do you make time for exercise and so we just kind of were talking about this a little bit like that we both you know write it down and schedule yeah. it for me I think like really when it became a huge priority is probably I mean I've like I've always like worked out many time for it but I know around the time that we were starting the podcast was kind of when we were both like forget everything else fitness first yeah. um so I feel like you have to make priorities um of what's important in life and for me it was just very much realizing I think it was actually like around the time that my grandpa died I was like I'm going to die. Like, oh everyone's God. going to die. Like, it's real life. Like, it's, it's you know, like, he wasn't lying. He's been telling me, like, since I was, like, eight years old, he's like, I'm going to die one day. You know that? And I'm like, okay. Whatever. Uh, but it was, <laughs> no, like, that's when it was, like, really real to me. And, like, my grandparents lived into their 80s. Um, and they really didn't have a lot of health problems. Like, I know a lot of people's grandparents are, like, in and out of the hospital all the time. That was not really the case yeah. of mine. My grandmother was diagnosed um, with cancer, uh, and she died like a month, no, two months later. And then my grandfather like had a heart attack and then, you know, he was, that was like in June and then he died the following October. So realistically, like when you look at the time that they were like actually having to suffer with being unhealthy yeah. to like their whole lives, it's like they really were healthy and and, mo- and he lived alone yeah. like, up until... And he was 87 when he died. So it's like they lived this full life of being like really healthy. And I think that, you know, the difference is obviously they grew up when 
food wasn't trying to kill them. Like, food was actually <laughs> just food. And then they were, you know, they, like, were active yeah. and they walked and, you know, that sort of thing. And, and then they've been retired for, you know, 30, like, my whole life they've been retired. So they were able to just, like, run around with their grandpa- or their grandkids and stuff like that. So I was, like, just looking at the quality of life that I wanted. I was, like, more important than my business, more important than how much money I have in my bank account is do I actually have a body to enjoy this? Because I don't want to just be sitting there sitting on stacks of money and not actually being able to live life because yeah. I'm just you, can't, you have stacks of money and then you're exactly. in a wheelchair and, and there's and and another thing was like watching celebrities die realizes like like makes you realize like no matter how much money you have like you can't just throw money at a health problem all yeah. the time it, it can help for sure like certainly like the more money you have the better sometimes chances that you're gonna have but also the the more health that you have and health is something that doesn't necessarily cost us anything it is just a time commitment you can be poor and be healthy like a lot of people make it seem like oh i don't have the money to shop at whole foods or whatever it's like you don't necessarily need that no get some seeds grow some stuff like you know do do it whatever way you got to do it go to a farmer volunteer at your local exactly and get down on your hands and knees and plant some things and you can take the things home like that's literally and then like working out it's like you don't need to go to a fancy gym i've gone to a fancy gym like i was a member of golds for a long time and now like i'm mostly doing home workouts and like running outside and like doing yoga and things like that i feel better now than i did when i was going to the fancy gym um so for me it was just the reality of like how many like how long do i have here i don't know how can i be just physically in the best shape to enjoy life to enjoy everything i want to run around like one day when i have kids i want to keep up with them i want to like run through the theme parks like i want i love traveling yeah. i love to feel good while i travel oh my goodness there's nothing more depressing than being at walt disney world where and someone spent yeah. thousands of dollars to come stay yeah and they cannot make it through the parks and they are exactly s- suffering like that exactly. is depressing and i see that all the time and i'm like i just that's not the life i want for no. myself for me it's like it's not worth sacrifice like it's worth sacrificing the time so that i don't have to be in that position and if that means that i am not up to date with the latest tv or you know i'm not like super cool and listening to all like the best podcasts or the or best the music know, or whatever whatever it is that i'm missing out on it's like i'm gonna miss out on something so that i can work out but one thing that i do try to do is i actually listen to podcasts when i work out and i also listen to books on tape so that i'm still getting in that like self-development learning time while i'm also like using yeah. my you know body so you know I feel like you just got to prioritize it. Just do it. You have a kid. So like, how do you find the time? Because you have a kid. So that's a whole nother, you know, I don't have children. I know that's a whole nother thing. I started uh, actually being more of a, I used to spend anywhere from 15 to 17 hours in the gym, which was a week, which was, that's ridiculous um like right before i had um her so i was going to the gym locally here um me and my friend we were just like wait we we both i was working part-time i wasn't even working for myself i had a part-time job at disney and then i'd get off work and we'd be at the gym for three hours back to back taking classes like dancing and then doing like strength training and then yoga and so it was really like night like cool to see the transition from being somebody that couldn't even really 
do a push-up or hold a plank to being able to hold a three-minute plank in a row and all this different stuff that I wanted to do. And so I was really like obsessed with just seeing my body being able to do things that it couldn't do before. And then I got pregnant. It was like, oh, okay, well, you're not going to mess this up because <laughs> I put in the work. And so I, it was important to me while I was pregnant. I couldn't run. Like I had started to get into running right before. Mm-hmm. And then I tried to run like a little bit like right after and during my first trimester. And I, I almost died. Like I almost like vomited all over the place. And like I literally was right here on the corner and crawled like up to the stairs to my condo and laid down and did get not back get back up so uh cardio was not it for me i couldn't do strength training but i did yoga and i did like rigorous yoga i didn't just do prenatal yoga i did like actual yeah. like doing we'll say, what i gotta do. do your body can do some awesome things gotta do what it's i gotta do and um after i had her i was really like i need to do something where i don't like i don't want to put i didn't want to go back to gym because i didn't want to put her in the daycare there number one um, when they have infants, it's just weird with the infants there. It's not really a daycare center. It's just kind of like you drop your kid off for an hour. And it just, it didn't work out when you're breastfeeding, you don't know, and they're sleeping. It's just their schedule makes no sense. Kids yeah. have no schedule. And uh, at the time, Fit for Mom came to town. And so that's what I started doing was group fitness through them and being able to just put her in a stroller and go work out for two hours. But I mean, for an hour or whatever. And then um, I just grew out. It's like she grew out of it and I grew out of it. And so I was at a point right now, like a couple weeks ago really where I sat down with my friends and I was like I don't know what I do I did this for like a year and a half and now I need to go back to doing things for my own do I want to go back to the gym and I'm like no not really because I really was plateauing at the gym like you do three hours of working out and you still come home and you're fine then you you've plateaued like that's basically what it means um I I should have been instructing at that point because my friends were all becoming instructors but I didn't want to become an instructor so um I just decided to go more into strength training and so now I get up and I drop my daughter off at school and then I come home and then I go to the gym here and I do weights and I do different workouts. I go to Pinterest. You can go to my Pinterest board. I put a link to it. And, say, and you're really great at trying new things and I feel like that yeah. makes you never bored and then so you Because I get bored very quickly. Like last night I went back to the gym and I did um, body jam which is just like cardio and it's hip hop dance workout and just i haven't done it in like two and a half years and i was like hey, can you just tell our listeners like what you've done the past three months because you've done <laughs> so many different things right? like you tried out, yeah um we did i i i think that's pretty much i mean i've done yoga i've done different things. there's a crossfit yoga class in what? miami does that even mean it, i know i'm like really excited so like intrigued. i we need to go to miami and did you try i feel like you tried orange theory I haven't tried Orange Theory but yet, um, but it's on my list. I, yeah, on Orange Theory, it's uh, I did cycling, so I've yeah. done a lot of cycling. So I did a cycle bar, and then I do the cycling here, which is RPM, which is Les Mills program. So, um, which I had never done. Like I did a lot of Les Mills programs. I did like body flow, body gym, body pump, body like all of them. But I try to do the ones that I've never done when I do yeah. go to the gym here because I'm like I just need to switch it up. So you can never get bored. Try new things. Go to Pinterest if you want to not leave your house and not spend money on equipment. Get a yoga mat. It costs like five to seven dollars at Marshalls. I love my yoga mat. <laughs> like you don't have to spend a whole bunch get of a, money. And get a comfortable one, and then you'll yeah. just want to be on and it. And you don't have to spend a whole bunch of money on like clothes or stuff. Like you don't have to go to Lululemon. Like you don't just even go to Target. like YouTube has like awesome Marshalls. videos. Yeah, um, yoga with Adrian's thirty-one day rev- yoga revolution is what I'm doing right now in terms of at-home yoga, which is super. It's easy. Like you can do it. Like I. It's fine. Yeah. You're not gonna die. Like you, you will be fine. <laughs> it's definitely like an intro to yoga. Yeah. Thing. So uh, that's. I my... love yoga videos and I love beach body videos because I love. Oh yeah, um... I did beach body for a long time. Yeah, at some you point. Did. <laughs> say, I love Shanti because I used to be a dancer, so like yeah. that's just a really fun, easy way for me to work out. So I think that finding something you enjoy makes all yeah, the difference. Definitely, and beach body has on demand, so it's 
really yeah. inexpensive to stream all of their workouts, everything from size to pio to insanity. Like which once I've you done. find something that you like, I feel like it's like how do you not make time for it because you yeah. like, love it and you just want to do it. You get like addicted to the endorphins. Exactly. Yeah. So our second question is, what are some tips for closing a new client? Tips for hmm. closing a new client. I feel like so I talk about this all the time about how I hate selling things i hate being on the phone when i'm talking to a client and i know they're about to give me some money <laughs> like i like start sweating in pools like i just i hate it but really um tips for for doing that well because clearly it works if something we're doing works um is really keeping your composure keeping your calm be confident in what you're talking about and what you're doing be offer them solutions that they can't get from someone else yeah because that's why they're coming to you and they're having this conversation and that's what really does the close it's not the fact that you do something like congratulations you develop websites so do nine billion you know like there's yeah. several other people in the universe that do that why are they hiring you your experience your you know demeanor and not every client's a good fit and that's fine and you need to don't um I'm gonna say don't waste your time, but like really understand what that person needs. And if that person doesn't need you, then transfer them to somebody else. I refer people to Melissa all the time. Like, I feel like I send more clients to Melissa than I reply to Lisa. Yeah. I get just because I know I, that not, you wouldn't, not, it would yeah. not work out. Um, so just having that, you know, confidence and just being sure of what you have to offer. I really do think that's a hundred percent because I've talked to people. Um, who do different things and we've talked to friends and we have business business partners that we do different things with and they really get caught up in them feeling like oh well I'm not big enough or I don't look big enough yeah and as an agency you don't need to look big like you don't have to look big at all it could just be you and you could still make six figures and be fine like you don't have to appeal to be to appear to be this really giant conglomerate they're coming to you because you have the skill set they're not coming to you because you look like you know the walmart of yeah. web design or development so just being honest also i think helps and being realistic about the turnaround times and following up 40 uh, percent of your closing comes from follow-ups if you didn't know that statistic mm -hmm. so if you don't follow up with the customer then you could have lost out on a deal. So those are my tips. Yeah, I feel like I never really go into it thinking like, I'm going to close this deal because I don't feel like like a salesperson. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I am, I mean, I obviously have to sell to make money, but you know, I don't feel comfortable like thinking of it in those terms, but I feel like just doing the work and um, when you go in to meet with a client, like kind of like what you were saying, like working, I think that it's so important to work with people that you believe in. So that's kind of the difference between like what I dealt with like from photography and then moving to doing like consulting and um, design and all that good stuff. It's just like with photography, it was just like, cool, you're a client, let's work together. Like it was, yeah. it was- I don't need to believe in you to take a picture yeah, of your Yeah, like it wasn't <laughs> the same like connection. Whereas yeah. like with this, like people are saying, here's this baby, my business, and they're bringing it up in their hands. They're like, help me fix it or help me make it or help me bring it to life or, you know, whatever it is. So it's kind of a different thing. And I just closed on a client that I, like a bigger client that I've been like really, really excited about working with. And it's a nonprofit and it's, um, it's someone who it's like a bit or a nonprofit that I'm very like passionate about what they do. Right. Like I followed them beforehand. So like we met at a, you'd be proud of me. We met at like, um, a meetup where I was speaking on social media as a like a specialist and like, I know I was on the I know when that was I'm not yeah, proud of you because you so, didn't go to anything else but I went to that <laughs> and it worked out <laughs> I know your you. point is like if you would have went to 10 then you'd have 10 that's what I'm doing right now um but yeah so I met her through that and um 
you know, I was very intimidated by her, to be honest, but it's like we met up actually for coffee, and then, like, later on when she ended up, she needed someone to take over, like, she's working with um, a firm now, and it's just, like, not really working out, so she, she needs someone to, like, run all of her social media, um, come up with, like, organic stuff, and so she needs someone who can do design and photography, um, and just kind of, like, not have to police everything they right. do which is exactly. great because that's exactly what I love to do and then she's like she doesn't want a website at the moment but she constantly needs upgrades because it's such a big like nonprofit that it's like yeah. there's little upgrades that are needed constantly she and needs I guess, maintenance on it yeah like yeah. who she was working with wasn't like like they were doing fine but I guess like they just weren't really passionate enough about the vision to like come up with creative stuff she doesn't Which do the creative crazy stuff because like, it's a non-profit I know I know <laughs> like, I know but she doesn't do the creative stuff and she's very open to being like you know like like she's hired me through my business but essentially I'm her creative director yeah which is, which is like what I love to do so it's so great and I feel like for me like going into that meeting with her was like number one being like okay this is like a bomb ass like feminist shiro who yes you're intimidated by but at the same time like wants to sit down with you yeah. wants to like she's already yeah. she's already like we've she's already, already had sold coffee before. but sell her yeah you know like we've mean? already had coffee before she's done um like an lgbt film she like talked to me about equal forever she's already like said like she loves what i do she's following like me on all assets of like what i'm doing with my work and she she's you know she thinks i'm great so it's like cool she's already said that so it's like you're mm. already in like just relax like have confidence like no one's gonna call a meeting with you if they're not interested in what you're selling. Right. Like, they're not going to waste their own time. So, really, it's just going to the meeting confident and prepared and being honest about it. Like, I didn't pretend that I wasn't super geeked out over it. I was like, yeah. this is awesome. I love what you do. I would love to work with you. Like, I feel like some people try to be like, oh, act I like guess you I'm don't doing like you a favor of, yeah, like, how, like, you working with me. Yeah, it's like, like no. act like you're, like, too cool for the clients or, like, you don't even need this sale. It's like... No, obviously you don't want to go in and be like, I need this. Like, you know, but be honest about like, I need this from like a creative aspect. I need this from like, yeah, it's the type of work I want to do. You. Yeah, like the type of work I want to do as a person and who I who I want to be and the legacy I want to leave behind is that I want to work with nonprofits and businesses like this. So being honest with her about that and not being afraid to like show that passion, I think is at least for me how I close the sale. Um, so yeah, honest, passionate, organized, bring confident, that to the table. confident. Yes. There you go. So how? And I think this is very fun because there's so much advice. So how do we discern between good business advice and bad business advice? Number one, consider the source. <laughs> I was just gonna say, do not take business advice from someone that's never owned a business. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, that's like consider the one. source is number one. I think that consider the source yeah like and 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 keep in mind that somebody the way that they appear on the internet could not be who they are if you give me business advice like i go to you and david for business advice anytime that i'm going to make like a big change because i literally know you and i know how you run your business and you know that i like work here exactly and you, you literally like, sit in I'm my in apartment your office <laughs> like you're right here i know your life so it's like if i'm getting business advice from you i know that it's sound advice also um, some people will sabotage you. So even oh my if you gosh. know the person, know that they that care about terrifying. your business. It's, it's, you know, but it's true. It's you know, like, there are people like that, but it's so crazy because we've never really, I I personally have never 
had that happen, but the I fact have seen that there some are things people, in the wedding industry. Oh yeah, the wedding industry, especially that, here, yeah, in Central Florida, you people are, need to get it together because yeah. they are literally like pulling teeth and fighting. We have and, like you know private groups where things are said and discussed, and I'm still in the photographer one because it's it's not just for wedding photographers, it's just yeah. for all photographers, but the majority of the people in there are wedding yeah. based. And I used to be in a lot of like wedding Facebook groups and stuff, and some of the things that are said and some of the things that are done. It's a it's, hot mess in yeah. the Orlando wedding. So you gotta uh, consider the source. You gotta make sure that the person is actually doing all the things that they say that they're doing. Um, and then you also need to uh, make sure that they have your best interest right. at heart. And that could just be like that could be a friend or not like a you know quote unquote yeah. friend that's like not really a friend, or it could be somebody that's just trying to sell something. Because there are people on the internet that are like, here's this advice, buy it for you know five hundred dollars, and then maybe it isn't what it doesn't yeah. do what it's supposed to do, or you know whatever. So I think all that is kind of important to take in. Consider the source. It's funny. Also, I just, like I feel like you know if business advice is good if it if it feels right. You got to trust yeah. your gut instincts. Um, I really okay. So bad at business advice usually comes in the form of a lot of like like talk before. Like somebody always says like a whole bunch of stuff before. Then they tell you the advice and then they say a whole bunch of stuff after. And it's usually then where you realize they haven't said anything at all. <laughs> or, you know, they haven't given you anything that you didn't know or they haven't, um, they're not showing their expertise. If, again, if you don't have proof of purchase, like I wouldn't take advice about how to start a subscription box from somebody that owns like a toy store. You know what I mean? Like it just, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there are different things that you have in mind and not everyone, like you said, has the best, your best interest in heart. So it's just important that you mentally, um, Listen, but keep thing keep your ears open. So I I talked to a lot of people about business. The other week, like last Wednesday night, we were um, before a meeting. I had someone pitch an app idea, and it was an interesting idea. And you know, I gave them the advice that would work for the idea. You know, it's not the best idea, but if they were to go forward, this is the way you would want to market it, and this is the yeah. way you want to brand it. But um, you know. I didn't say this isn't gonna work because this is just this is this like I didn't want to do that and I also didn't like you know snicker and laugh and be like this is a dumb idea let me tell you some stupid things to run you around you know in circle like I didn't think about that there's definitely things to uh consider and that's really I think between people that you want to take advice from is it somebody that can really be honest and being like you know at least give you steps to succeed and try to help you with whatever you're doing versus somebody that's that wants you to fail and they're looking at you like, haha, I'm so happy that this didn't work out for you. And I've definitely, now that you said, like, I haven't seen that, but I definitely, um, last year, witnessed somebody sabotage someone's business, mm. like, which was, it's just, yeah. and it's sad. <laughs> it's sad that people are like that. So, yeah, just, um, don't think that everyone has your best interests at heart. And really, like Charisma said, trust your gut and, and I think that, do your like, research afterhand too. If you're looking for like advice that's not from like an individual, then I would on- honestly say to look at books more than blogs. Right. And if you're looking at a blog for business advice, I would look at one that has been giving out sound advice for years because you can advice, find out just and from, also like, have who had their, a their business. Yeah, um, there's a lot of business <laughs> bloggers who write about business, True. and, and they this have is never like had a biggest pet peeve. Ooh. Child. <laughs> Every yeah. time we get together, you're like, girl, do you know that on the internet, people write people, about having businesses and they don't have businesses. They've never had a business or they've never had a successful business. Like they've yeah. done something kind of, sort of for a while. And then they're like, hey, you know what's better? Telling yeah. people how to run their businesses. That's my jam. Yeah. Which may, hey, it makes them money. So clearly I'm the dumb person. 
here but i definitely don't take advice from those people i don't even read their blogs anymore i'm like yeah. uh you were more interesting when you actually had the business that you quote unquote did because like, my thing is like if you're seeing comments on their blog or like in their social media or whatever and those comments are from people that are saying i use this and it worked that's great but if it's just people saying like yeah yes. boss life woohoo, <laughs> girl power like that's great to like ha- to be pumped up and to be energetic i'm not saying that's not a good thing that's wonderful and if somebody is making you feel that way then that's great but know that what they're giving you is that they're like making you feel that way they're not actually giving you advice that's helping you run your business also google is a really cool thing that we can all use to to fact check anything so if somebody tells you to use this tool or use this like uh you know i tell people all the time about using Vero because that's what i use as an accounting system versus you know other things that just do invoicing because yes it's nice to have an invoicing system but if you have a business you really need to have an accounting um system and so while a lot of people do recommend certain like oh this thing that's really great invoicing that's awesome but then when it comes down to pay your taxes like where your report you know there's just Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff that you have to do and as somebody that used to be an administrator person I know about running these reports and what needs to go in and you know I helped somebody run their ill corp so I did the books beginning and the end of the year and did their you know uh, like store their meeting minutes and all that stuff so I know what goes into it <clears throat> but that's why I give the advice I do for the softs for zero and you can just google it like you can mm-hmm. google what zero is it's not like I'm making this up like you don't have to not google so if somebody tells yeah. you something just like google do your it. research as well yeah and I would say if you do have like business besties who you're getting advice from have like more than one and have people that will give you very different right. opinions because like I could ask you and Melissa the same question yeah, we're you might both answer, tell me the yeah. same thing but you're gonna answer it in, a, in different ways from yeah. two totally different perspectives. So if I ask you like, hey, should I move forward with this? And you both say yes, but you're both going to give it to me in a different way. And then I know, okay, this is really, really, really sound advice. Yeah. So just just knowing all that going forward. That's how you um, keep your ship afloat. So yes. yeah. That's, <laughs> all right, guys. Questions. Well, we have um, a... Next, the next few months are just filled with awesome guest speakers. So yeah. uh, definitely tune in because... It's just stacked. Our schedule stacked. I'm really excited about it. We're staring at it right now. So that's how we know. (laughs) Um, So Black History Month is going to be lit. The rest of January is going to be lit. My birthday is going to be lit. Next time I'm on this podcast, I will be 30. Which is very exciting. I'm going to be like a full on grown up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a grown up. But I still look like I'm 12. Yeah. Um, yeah, So maybe, maybe (laughs) I will look like 27 by the time. I'm 30. Maybe so something will happen crack in the next between two days. <laughs> and like next week, because it's not. Black don't crack. I need to start crack. looking like me and my husband are the same, like close to the same age, though. But you guys are! Like, I know! We're, we're only seven years apart, but we look like a lot because he's white. Because you can't do anything about that. Black don't crack. Sorry about your melanin. I don't I know. Look like a baby. Um, I don't know. I gotta like change up the wardrobe, something. I wanna look like an adult. I'm tired, I'm tired of people thinking I'm a college help student. a little bit. You're wearing a hoodie. I know, I'm wearing a hoodie right now. I'm wearing a Harry Potter hoodie <laughs> from, the, from the play Potted. Um, um. Yeah, so I'm going to work on that between over oh, the next two days. The limited yeah. is closing, so everything is 90% off on slacks and yeah. blouses. I'm going to work on it. All, All right, right guys. guys. Bye. See you next week. Bye.